Hello, girlfriend, and welcome to this episode of Rise and Grow Post-Separation. A few years back, I had it all. A husband who was first a friend, a house in the burbs for a family to grow in, and Callie, our cat, right by my side. But then I heard those words, those words that would change my life forever. You know what I'm talking about. I want a divorce. My name is Sarah Casa. And I am here to lift you above the fear, anxiety, and loneliness that comes with breakup. Divorce or not, the pain is one, and the pain is real. I've learned so many things along the way, things I want to share with you now. I will share tools, tips, and actions you can take to grow your mind, your body, but more importantly, your heart, to rise into the strong woman within you. Because guess what? If I could do it and get to live the life I have today, you better freaking believe you can. Now let's start, shall we? Today we are gathered here in the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, including the Siksika, Pekani, and Kiana nations, the Stony Nakoda, including the Chiniki, Bearspaw, and Wesley nations and the Sutina Nation. Southern Alberta is also home to the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. Hello, family. This week, I'd like to read Xenia Vince's other five-star review, new addition to our five-star reviews, entitled Truthful and Personal. Xenia Vince says, I look forward to new episodes of this podcast. Sarah's narrating style and personal experiences make this podcast very touching and relatable. She offers practical tips on how to get your life back together that are easy to implement and will surely make a difference. I am not personally going through rough times, but if I was, I feel like I would get a lot out of listening to Sarah, recalling these real-life situations and how to tackle them. Way to go. I am glad you were able to make some delicious lemonade out of this huge life lemon. Love. Evidently, Xenia is a friend. Thank you so much, Xenia, for taking the time to write me a review. Regardless, though, I hope other women are feeling the same about these tips and these episodes as Xenia is. Today's episode starts with a visit to a marriage counselor. There you both are, hopefully together, sitting vulnerably, prepared to share details and instances in your relationship that got you here. You're sharing this with a stranger. A third party is sitting in front of you, and hopefully it's a third party. Hopefully you're not going to you or your partner's counselor, personal counselor or therapist, to deal with one another as a couple, because you do need that third party. So you're sitting there. And you both open up and start talking, and it's your first session. Since it's the first session, it's mostly about fact-gathering, for the lack of a better word. And I know they're not facts, but they're documenting what you both are saying. And then they look at their watch and realize it's close to the hour. It's time to give you some homework and takeaways. The first thing they tell you is to read a book, or at least start reading a book. I've mentioned this book before, 
and I will mention it again because I do strongly recommend it. It's an older book, but it is so powerful. It's The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work by John M. Gottman. Now, I recommend it if you are struggling in your relationship, if you are trying to work through the relationship, really work, both of you, or you're simply in a healthy relationship but want to make it stronger. Now, why I recommend this book over others is because it does have some exercises. It does have actions to take, things to work out together as it walks you through these seven principles. So that was your first assignment. The second thing you're given as homework is to do a pros and cons list. And that's the beef of the episode today. Now, what does this look like? You do one for what it first looks like if you were to stay in this relationship. That's the first pros and cons list. Now, the second one you're asked to do is for what it looks like if you were to leave this relationship, if it was to end, and each of you go on their separate ways. That's the second pros and cons list you would do. And then a third, perhaps, would be something more of a hybrid, let's say, a hybrid arrangement of some sort if you both are willing and open for it and you both have to be willing and open to that idea. It could be something like, all right, there's a lack of passion in your current relationship, but you both enjoy the financial stability. You both actually do work great together. It almost feels like that roommate arrangement, but it lacks passion and lust. So, you know, an option could be you seek that passion outside of this relationship and you both would be open and okay with that. Is that an option? Now, I know this might not work for everybody, but it is an option and works for some. So that could be another pros and cons list that you do. A cons list could be something as simple as, I never hear sorry. And so it would be accepting never hearing sorry in my relationship. Always mediating between my partner and our friends, who my partner doesn't like. Or my friends, more like, who my partner doesn't like. Another con could be you compromising a lot to eliminate stressful situations. And that's a big one. The pros you think of could be, again, like I mentioned, that financial stability. Being together offers a financial stability. A family stability if you have children. A lot of people perceive that there's stability for children if the parents who are not doing okay stay together just for their children. Another prongs list could be you like their family, their friends. So those are the examples you're given and you're sent home. You're sent home with a book and you're sent home with the homework to create a pros and cons list. Now I would add though a small detail my partner brought to light when I was discussing the outlines of this episode. It's not enough to do a pros and cons list. And actually at the time I didn't do what my partner proposed here. I did just create the pros and cons lists. Maybe you go a step further and actually weigh these pros and cons bullets against a scale, perhaps. A percentage 
a number, one to 10, you choose your scale. But I think there's value in that and let me explain why. Here's an example. You are writing a cons list and one of the cons is you and your partner do not share the same food preferences. Now I want you to get into more detail, of course, when you're creating this cons and pros list because one doesn't weigh the same as the other. So let's take, for example, you're a vegan and they're not. So yeah, that is covered by the food, unlike food preferences, but I would say this weighs quite high on the scale of cons or priorities that you may have, because can you imagine if you, um, you know, you're a vegan because you have values that you believe in. And so if your partner's not, you're seeing things in your home like meat that you don't believe in. So it's going against the value system. You're also forced to cook separately so as not to mix things. And yeah, like I said, I think that that would weigh heavier on the value scale than something else. Like let's say the same bullet point, which is you don't share the same food preferences, but it could be that they have a less of a food palette than you. But at the end of the day, you're both buying the same produce together, you're cooking together. It's just maybe some additional step where you like to go to certain restaurants they don't, so you actually decide to do that with friends. So yes, it may weigh very heavily if you're a food critic, let's say, versus not. So you have to decide which one weighs more than the other and start scoring that way. Another example I'll give you just to make this more clear. Let's say you're putting a con about having different political values. Again, a lot of households I know can have their family members share different value systems politically, and that's okay. But some couples, that means a deep-rooted conflict with their values. Again, one doesn't weigh the same as the other. It's not just a pros and cons list. It's one that's weighed against the scale that you determine. At the end, my advice is to realize that one line on that paper does not equal another line on that paper. Each way differently, and each way differently to you. So there you have it. These are the tools I started my separation journey with. The first advice was to start reading the book. The second advice was to create those lists. And then we went back. So you need that person. Yes, you can listen to this podcast episode. And like I always say, I'm not a professional coach. I'm just here to share my story and tips and entertain you, hopefully, in the process. <laughs> but when you look at that list and that as you work through the book, realize you need help, I do recommend you seek help, professional help and support. Because a counselor, a therapist, a relationship therapist will look at those things, hopefully, like I said, as a Switzerland and as a third party and start to work with you both to see if there is something that you both want to work towards saving or if actually 
they can support you to start to separate from one another. But my one advice is do not take that list and the book and just talk to close family and friends. Because guess what? Your close friends, they're your close friends because they're biased. (laughs) They're your close friends because they share your value system and your beliefs. And they will support you against somebody you start to show dislike towards or frustration towards. They're there to support you. So yeah, they are biased. As much as I love to lean on friends and lean on your support system, you need that third party. I know it's been a short episode, but I think it's an important one. Like I said, this was the first step and first homework I was given in my journey towards separation. With that family, I hope to leave you well, and I'll talk to you two weeks from now. Thanks for listening. If you have a girlfriend who is struggling out of a breakup and would benefit from these tools and tips, please share this episode with her. Us women have everything to gain from supporting and lifting one another up. So please don't forget to hit subscribe and check out riseandgrow.ca. It ensures this podcast reaches more listeners to grow our amazing community and ensures you are in the know of the latest offerings. Bye now.